Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Seven years ago, Faison Syed became the first full-time director of the Missouri Chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations, or CARE. The organization is the local branch of the nation's largest civil rights organization advocating for Muslims. And under Syed, it became not just a voice for Missouri Muslims, but a powerful presence in the state. Syed recently accepted a job running CARES chapter in Dallas-Fort Worth. His last day was October 14th. And now, taking his place in Missouri, is Mojda Siddiqui. Joining us by phone today to discuss these changes is Faison Syed. Faison, welcome back to the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. And we're also joined by Mojda Siddiqui. Mojda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And congratulations on the new job. Thank you. I'm so grateful. So for those of you listening, do you have a question or comment for our guests? You can give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. So Mojda, you're filling some big shoes here. Uh, Faison is basically the only director this chapter has ever known. Were you hesitant to take this job? Yes, I was very much so hesitant. Matter of fact, I had zero plans of taking over Faison's job or being the executive director of any nonprofit for that matter. My life was, uh, you know, I was a personal trainer part-time. I worked as an administrator at the Apple Store part-time. And I served as the communications coordinator part-time for Care Missouri. So when this happened, um, I think this there was a greater purpose behind this whole plan. And I think that um, I was kind of set up for this role by a higher power that being God, I personally believe that that was the case. I mean, it's kind of the perfect training that, you know, since January, being the agency's communications director, you got to get your feet wet. You got to really see how things work without having to commit just yet. Um, was that kind of a chance to test the waters then? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so I started off as a volunteer, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just uh, having a really good time helping my community and serving them. And I didn't know that eventually I would become a staff member and you know thanks to people like Faison who believed in me who um, advocated for me and created a job opportunity for someone like me who was passionate about speaking about these causes um, that help promote and protect civil liberties for Muslims living in America and then so that transition um, gave me the experience and then the ability to see things from behind the scenes and work as a pupil under Faison and Uh, be able to fill these shoes in now, I guess. Faison, what made you realize that Mojda was the right person for this job? Mojda is a person I've had the real pleasure of getting to know for the last several years. She has an energy about her that's something you can't train for, that you can't really, um, you know, uh, teach somebody. And she's also extremely loving and passionate when it comes only for the civil rights of American Muslims, but really justice for all people. Uh, since she's been our communication coordinator, she's done a lot of work with other faith communities. She's given talks. And I think she's also got, uh, she's tough too, right? So she, recently she gave a talk at a Jefferson Library where she was asked some pretty hard uh, questions and she handled it you know, with grace, and, and it's, I, I'm very happy that she's not the new director. I think she's going to take the organization in further than I was able to take it. Moshe, tell us about this. You were in, in Jefferson City or Jefferson County? Jefferson County Library, Northwest. Uh, we They were kind enough to invite us in just to hold like a little conversation about what is Islam and who is the Muslim American. Um, I prepared for it. I was really excited about it. There were some 
attendees that came in with really harsh views of what a Muslim is and what the Quran teaches. But that is a huge part of my role as my was as part of my role as the communications coordinator is to anticipate people who have these perspectives. And so going into it, I always go into these events knowing that I'm going to be asked these type of questions. So I always do my best to make sure that I answer in a way not to give a politically correct answer, but really connect with the people that are there. Because at the end of the day, the whole point of being an activist, the whole point of worshiping any God is so that I could relay the message of compassion, right? And unity and family. And I, I hope that I was able to do that. In that case, you can't win every heart, mm-hmm. every time, but it's, it's continuing work. It's nonstop. So Faison um, famously took donuts to a Donald Trump rally in St. Louis because he wanted to talk one-on-one to these Donald Trump voters. And there's a whole wing of the progressive party that wants to say, no, we should write these people off. They're racist. Let's not mess with them. Um, what do you think, Moshe? Would you take donuts to a Donald Trump rally? Yes, I wish I was there with him that day to take those donuts. Um, look, You know, sometimes you have to have these difficult conversations and it's only through these difficult conversations that we can overcome things. If I hide away from a whole group of people whose hearts have turned away from me, how are we going to bridge this community? How are we going to bridge these gaps? So I am going to be serving donuts and falafel and (laughs) samosas to as many people who don't want to talk to me as possible. Faison, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for Mojda in this job? Honestly, there's going to be two fundamental challenges. Within the Muslim community, our community is still first generation uh, or second generation immigrants. So teaching them about their civil rights, having them be able to stand up for themselves and really uh, challenge uh, the Islamophobia industry on a political level, on an entrenched level, I think that's going to be a very big challenge. But then the second big challenge is really going to be able to reach out and build meaningful relationships with people of other faiths and other communities. St. Louis, thankfully, has a really strong tradition of interfaith work. However, it's something that we still struggle with. I remember when Mike Brown, uh, at his funeral when he passed away, I was just part of a small handful of people that actually went to his funeral. Hmm. And now today, I'm in Dallas, Texas, and history repeats itself. I'm at Atiana's funeral right now. They're just about to mm-hmm. take uh, the body to be buried. And I'm also part of a small handful of Muslims. And the thing is, it's very important for people, not only Muslim, but other people of faith, to show up when these tragedies happen in other communities. Because if you don't show up, then you're not able to really stand uh, with other communities that are in crisis. And again, we have to stand with each other because the same affliction that's impacting Muslims is afflicting all uh, all minorities and all ethnicities in our country. Mm-hmm. So sort of to bridge bridge those gaps. Mojda, you do have a, a history of being able to do that just by being here in St. Louis. Tell us a little bit about your background. You've got a, an unusual biography for a St. Louis resident. Yeah, so I did my undergrad in psychology and I really focused on communication because I'm really, really passionate being multi lingual. Before I was even nine years old, I knew four or five languages. And, and you grew up in Afghanistan. I, I was born in Afghanistan in Kabul. I was raised in Moscow in Russia, where I did my elementary schooling. And then I, w- I moved to St. Louis. Then I so I did my degree in psychology and then focus in communication. Then after that, I decided that I wanted to help, but not 
be behind a desk and, you know, uh, be a therapist. That's what I didn't want to do, but I still wanted to serve my community and help and give back. So I decided that I would put my fitness passion into work, and so I got a certification for personal training. I took it further and got a certification for corrective exercise training and nutrition, and then I got a job at the Apple Store. So, you know, I'm in the technology field, I'm in the wellness field, and now I'm in the philanthropy field, just trying to touch as many lives as possible with all of the gifts that God has given me. And moving from Afghanistan to Russia, finally to St. Louis, what brought your family here originally? You know, I think that God brought us here. I think that really God brought us here. Uh, There were many reasons why we were put in St. Louis. And one of the biggest ones is me living out my purpose as an activist and taking on this role. Well, that's, it's, it's exciting to hear about the plans that you've got and the fact that you're going to be in this. So Mojda Siddiqui um, of CARE Missouri, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And I just want to give a heads up to the community and whoever is listening. There are two very important events that I'm really passionate about that I would like uh, people to hear about and also attend. One is called Tetris and Tea, and it's going to be November 10th at the De Pere Lodge in West County. And the other one is our seventh anniversary gala, which is going to be November 8th, Friday at the De Pere Lodge as well. Uh, tickets are on sale. If you're looking uh, to buy it, reach out to me at info at care-mo.org. Thank you. Okay. That was a, a lot of information you got right in there, and I appreciate that. Um, Faison Syed, thank you for joining us as well, and good luck in Texas. Thank you all for having me. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.